0: 6 p.m. and you are tuned to your community radio station, KVMR FM Nevada City, KCPC Camino. It's Friday, May 20th. I'm Kelly Reese and this is your KVMR evening news. A sentence that will surprise no one, California has the highest gasoline prices in the country, and residents wait in limbo as a stalemate between Governor Gavin Newsom and state lawmakers over how best to address ballooning prices at the pump continues. That's up ahead on The California Report. Then Al Stoller talks with Nissanon spokesperson Shelly Covert about this weekend's unveiling of the mural project. And KVMR News Director Claudio Mendoza gives us the details on this weekend's Ukrainian benefit concert. We'll close our newscast with Felton Pruitt speaking to Strawberry Music Festival manager Jody Barnett.
1: This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. When it comes to COVID-19 infection rates, the Bay Area continues to lead the state. But the numbers are rising across California, driven largely by subvariants of the coronavirus. And health officials say the actual number of infections is likely much higher because of people testing at home or not getting tested at all. With cases also rising in Southern California, the CDC has now moved LA County's COVID risk level from low to medium. In LA, KPCC senior health reporter Jackie Fortier explains what that means.
0: Recorded case levels have nearly tripled over the past month, fueled by Omicron mutations. The move to the medium risk level is a warning for Angelinos to mask up and get vaccinated or boosted, says L.A. County Public Health Director Barbara Ferrer. We
2: need to do everything we can to stay out of high. I'm just going to be honest.
0: Ferrer says a mask mandate will return if L.A. County reaches the high community level, indicating that hospitals would be straining to cope with the number of COVID patients. But that's not the case yet. Meanwhile, everyone on L.A. County public transportation and travelers inside LAX and Hollywood Burbank airports will need to keep those masks on. The county will extend the mask mandate in transportation hubs on Friday. For the California Report, I'm Jackie Fortier in Los Angeles.
1: A Los Angeles man has been arraigned in San Francisco for allegedly threatening and harassing a Bay Area doctor who provides abortion services. San Francisco District Attorney Chase Boudin says the charges against Jonathan Hurley include vandalism, trespassing, obstructing access to a clinic, and felony stalking of a health care provider at San Francisco General Hospital. Because of a pattern of conduct, intentional, repeated, targeting a doctor who is simply doing their job we will protect medical providers we will protect the rights of patients to seek medical services that have to do with their reproductive health the D.A. says Hurley is a member of the group Progressive Anti-Abortion Uprising. In addition to harassing patients and defacing a statue at San Francisco General with fake blood, Hurley allegedly went to the doctor's home and placed flyers and stickers there and at neighbors' houses that said, quote, a killer lives in your neighborhood. Hurley's arraignment comes just days after the Department of Homeland Security sent out a bulletin to local law enforcement agencies across the country warning about an increase. Increased risk of violent threats linked to the abortion debate. At more than $6 a gallon, California has the highest gasoline prices in the country. So what's Sacramento doing about it? Well, state lawmakers want to use part of a $97 billion budget surplus to send out rebate checks. But legislators are in a stalemate over the details. In Sacramento, Cap Radio's Nicole Nixon reports.
3: Aurora Chang is filling up her gray sedan at a Safeway gas pump where the price is $5.69 a gallon. It's a good deal, about 20 cents lower than the regional average. Chang has to fill up twice a week since she's on the road a lot getting her two grandkids and two nephews to school every day. In the morning, uh, in the afternoon, and then to their activities, football, basketball, So. Yeah, it's a lot of driving for me. She stops, leans over, and flicks the pump off before her tank is full. Usually I like to fill it up, but with that price, now it's probably gonna take me uh, eighty more than $80 to fill it up. And with inflation at a 40-year high, things have been tight.
4: You have to figure out what you're gonna
3: do, rent?
4: and the gas, so you can't buy much for your food.
3: Some state lawmakers have pushed to suspend California's gas tax, which at 51 cents per gallon is the highest in the nation. But Democratic leaders wanna send out tax rebate checks to help families struggling with high gas prices and inflation.
5: It's clear we have to go farther.
3: Governor Gavin Newsom first floated the idea in March when fuel prices surged.
5: And that's why working with legislative leadership I'll be submitting a proposal to put money back in the pockets of Californians to address rising gas prices.
3: Two months later, Democrats are at a standstill over the details. The governor wants to tie the rebates to car ownership, meaning anyone with an active DMV registration would get $400 or $800 for two vehicles. He's also proposing free public transit for three months. But top lawmakers point out his plan could mean a family that can't afford a car wouldn't get any cash. Instead, they want to target tax relief to lower and middle income families and distribute it through the state's tax board. Newsom says that would take months.
5: My interest is to get the money out as quickly as possible. People are feeling deep stress, deep anxiety. You see that reflected in recent gas prices now beginning to go back up.
3: One thing that's clear is that top Democrats in California do not want to pause the gas tax. They argue nothing would stop oil companies from keeping prices high and pocketing the difference. But Republicans and a handful of moderate Democrats continue to call for a gas tax holiday.
6: I just don't know why this is so hard.
3: Kevin Kiley is a GOP state lawmaker who's been pushing to suspend California's gas tax since January.
6: We have the tool at our disposal. We can pass it now. It could be signed uh, in a few days. And starting next week, people could see the impact.
3: Kiley, who's running for Congress in Northern California, supports any form of tax relief. But he says while Democrats have been going back and forth, Californians have continued to pay the highest gas prices in the country.
6: Our caucus wants to provide relief, but it's political choices by our colleagues on the other side of the aisle and this governor that has so far stopped that from happening.
3: In fact, California's gas tax is scheduled to increase by a few cents, as it does every year on July 1st. For The California Report, I'm Nicole Nixon in Sacramento.
4: Support for The California Report comes from Personal Capital. Providing people with financial tools like the Retirement Planner to help them achieve their financial goals, personalcapital.com. Paint Care, now with 834 drop-off sites in California, where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food on the web at theschmidt.org.
1: And that's this edition of the California Report for Friday, May 20th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Katie McMurrin, and Chris Hoff, with assistance from Jim Bennett and Brendan Willard. Our producers are Juan Carlos Lada and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editors, Angela Corral. Our director of news is Vinnie Tong. Our executive editors, Ethan Tovin-Lindsey, and our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening
0: now let's take a look at regional news an alleged structure turned vegetation fire in the golden celestial valley and ridge road camptonville area is under investigation as of 5 12 p.m the golden fire is reportedly 25 acres and 20 percent contained all evacuations have been lifted in the golden fire area By 2.30 p.m., fire crews had secured the area where the fire started and had started on a containment line on the east side of Highway 49. A crew of 100 is working on the blaze. Caltrans says 49 will remain closed from Ridge Road to Marysville Road in Yuba County overnight and late into Saturday. Turning to our regional weather, say so long to mild spring temperatures, the National Weather Service forecasts at least one 90-degree day in our immediate future. For those in Grass Valley and Nevada City, tonight mostly clear with a low around 53. Windy with gusts up to 20 miles per hour. Saturday, sunny with a high near 76. Sunday, sunny with a high near 79. In Truckee and Lake Tahoe, tonight clear with a low around 32. Saturday, sunny with a high near 64. Sunday, sunny with a high near 68. And in Sacramento and Woodland, tonight, mostly clear with a low around 59. Breezy with gusts as high as 24 miles per hour. Saturday, sunny with a high near 88. Sunday, sunny with a high near 91. A red flag warning is in effect for the Sacramento area this evening. For those rusty with the terminology, a red flag warning means critical fire weather conditions are occurring. This is often a combination of strong winds, low humidity, and warm temperatures. Any fires that develop may spread rapidly. You're listening to the Evening News on KVMR. Up ahead, KVMR News Director Claudio Mendoza speaks with the organizers of this weekend's Ukrainian Benefit Concert. Here are the details.
6: As war rages on in Ukraine, a lot of us are at a loss for what to do, what we can do to help. This afternoon, I spoke to two people, part of a larger group that have organized a concert where all proceeds will go to benefit the people of Ukraine. I'm speaking to Carrie McDowell and Walt Stroney, the artistic advisor for Arts at Peace, the group that's sponsoring the concert. What's your story?
5: Well, I'm an organist and uh, have done concerts throughout the world. Uh, Several years ago, I decided to semi-retire and move here to Grass Valley. And of course, somehow I got linked up with Peace Lutheran Church. And uh, the next thing I knew, we were doing silent movies there. We started a concert series. Uh, Our our concert series, uh, the purpose of our concert series is to Uh, feature musicians that may not get invited to do uh, by any of the other groups. So we have a lot of variety and different types of entertainers that don't normally uh, come to Grass Valley.
6: The Peace Lutheran Church is going to have a concert.
5: Why don't you tell me a little bit about that? We have a long history of helping people or trying to help people whenever there's a disaster. As you know, uh, we, we've been talking about Ukraine for a long time and that something needed to be done. Musicians oftentimes don't make lots of money, but the one thing that we can do is donate our talents to worthy causes and, and, and bring people in to hear what we we're doing. So, uh, you know, What we've done is we've assembled a group of musicians. We have like nine or ten that are going to be participating uh, of different musical styles. Uh, There'll be lots of variety, but everybody is donating their
6: services for this concert for Ukraine. And Kerry where is this concert taking place? Well, it'll actually be at Peace Lutheran Church, which is 828 West Main at the top of the hill from historic Grass Valley. And we have a wonderful venue for concerts. Sounds good. All's good. And we hope to have people come by donation. It'll be 4 p.m. on Sunday. And that's all. There's no cost. It's all by donation. And Every cent is going to go to a, a, an organization called Lutheran World Relief. And Lutheran World Relief helps people throughout the world that was established right after World War II, regardless of religious affiliation, helping those that need it the most. And right now they've focused on Ukraine, as we all have. Can you tell me what people can expect when they show up at 4 p.m. on Sunday?
5: A good time. <laughs> is number one. Um, there's going to be several vocalists that are going to sing. Uh, the young man who's a, a really fine classical pianist is going to play. Uh, another young man who's a ragtime pianist. And another gentleman who's going to do a what we call a cabaret act. It's kind of jazz. So anyway, it's a little of everything. You will be entertained. I promise that.
6: We're talking about the Ukraine Benefit Concert taking place at the Peace Lutheran Church in Grass Valley. That's 828 West Main Street in Grass Valley. It's by donation. All proceeds are going to go directly to the Lutheran World Relief, which will then help the people of Ukraine. If you want more information, peacelutherangv.org or by calling 530-273-9631. Carrie. Walt, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you.
0: Up next, KVMR's Al Stoller speaks with Nissanon spokesperson Shelley Covert about this Sunday's mural project unveiling in downtown Grass Valley. What is the mural project?
3: The mural project was put together by Haven and Nikila, who is the artist. It's a beautiful Nissan mural. It is on the back of the Tri-Counties Bank on Neal Street in Grass Valley. And it truly is a gorgeous piece of artwork. And it stands there as an ally to the Nissan. It stands there to raise our visibility 24-7 when we're all asleep. You can drive by and see this beautiful mural. We're having a celebration on Sunday the 22nd between 3 and 6 p.m., and we would love for the community to come out and help us celebrate this gorgeous mural in downtown Grass Valley.
4: And the location again?
3: It's on Neal Street, right on the back of Tri-County's Bank, and the new Mexican food restaurant that's going to be opening soon.
4: Speaking with Nisanan Tribal Spokesperson Shelly Covert for KVMR, I'm Al Stoller.
0: After the longest pause in its history, the Strawberry Music Festival picks up right where it left off next weekend. Up ahead, KVMR's Felton Pruitt gets all the details from festival manager Jody Barnett. A word of warning for those still hoping to attend, ticket sales end at midnight tonight.
4: We're talking with Jody Barnett. She's the festival manager for the Strawberry Music Festival, which is coming our way next week. And we're all so ready for it, Jody. We've been ready for it for three years.
2: Hi, Felton. Thank you so much. And thanks to everybody who's listening out there. I'm in KVMR land. This is going to be an epic reunion of family and friends and Strawberry's 40th anniversary celebration. So we're kind of in a state that is beyond words. There's no way to describe how we feel about finally being able to come back together.
4: Now tell us exactly when it's starting and when they can get in.
2: Well, we're getting close to selling out of tickets, but for those who have their tickets or purchase them just in a very short while, those folks, uh, for the campers, the very first day that the gates will open is Wednesday, May 25th at 10 a.m. There's going to be several openings each day, and we have a whole new system about how to bring people in, and we're really looking forward to watching the first cars roll onto the site. You know, it's just going to be the kind of magic happenstance. So we're kind of still relearning about this whole process of a reawakening. The festival has taken some time and there's some new things to adjust to. So we hope that folks will be patient with us as we navigate some of the new things and especially those uh, staff members who are volunteers, who aren't the ones that made the decisions to do things a certain way. We hope that everybody will be patient with them. There may be some short delays at the gate just while we do the crowd pass verification of the COVID-19 policy, which is proof of either a vaccination or a negative test result for COVID-19 and uh, need to be uploaded in advance of arrival. So there will be some challenges there for sure, but we've got a, a pretty good procedure a really well-experienced gate staff. And once you arrive, you're here. You're here with us and we're all together.
4: We should talk about the crowd pass thing. So you go to strawberry.com and then you've got a little link there where you can click on it and then you, you upload your vax card or whatever, your verification that you've been vaccinated, and then you get your crowd pass verification. Is that pretty much how it works?
2: That's correct. We chose the third-party platform um, to take the verification process out of the hands of our volunteers, make it a little bit easier for them, and also to make a speedier and easier entry for folks. So those who are able to upload their results uh, to CrowdPass, you just go to strawberrymusic.com, and under the Terms and Rules tab, you find the COVID-19 policy, and click on that. There's a take the link and that gives you a PDF with instructions. And then the actual crowd pass link to register is inside of those instructions. And once you go to the strawberry music festival event on crowd pass, you just put in a little bit of contact information to register. You can do that in advance. Even if you're testing certain tests, uh, the at home rapid test will require a 24 hour window before you arrive, so you can register anytime, but you're gonna to wanna to upload those results within 24 hours of arrival if it's a rapid at-home test. If it's a PCR test done by a laboratory, then you have 48 hours. Uh, those folks who have their vaccination cards can uh, register and upload anytime. Uh, usually they say it can take up to 24 hours to validify a vaccine. Um, most of us are finding that it happens much quicker. And also will be expedited at the time of the festival. So if somebody were to arrive without the crowd test verification, we will have a concierge type table at the box office with a a device and somebody to assist going through that process. They may even have to take a test in the parking lot. Uh, We would have those available to purchase. So we can facilitate entry for those who haven't done it. They should just expect to be able to hang out a little while while we get through the process.
4: Now let's get to the fun part. Once the music starts, boy, do we have a great lineup.
2: Oh, I thought you'd never ask.
4: <laughs> yeah, anybody good playing this year?
2: Oh man, Felton. You know the funny thing is, is that the music is probably the least thing on my radar my purview is more to, to set things up and to get things in place and get things situated that so that when people arrive, all their needs are met so that they can have a safe, happy festival and be creative and expressive and enjoy themselves. But when it comes down to it, once the main stage kicks up and you can hear the music wasting through the trees, it's what brings the magic all together and boy i do love music and that is what brought me to this in the beginning and i am so excited for all of these performers and i can't really point one out but you know allison russell is just exploding in her career right now and we're so excited that she could be one of the new additions to the lineup because a large majority of this lineup was set in place for 2020
4: and we got Of course, old favorites like Sam Bush and David Bromberg and Marley's Ghost coming through, and a lot of hot new folks, too.
2: Oh, it's been a while since we've seen David Bromberg, well back into the Mather years. So I know a lot of people are going to be very excited. What a way to close out Sunday night. Of course, Sam Bush, that's just a regular, iconic favorite of Strawberry since the very, very beginning. And so uh, I don't know what can be said. His music speaks for himself, and then you have another mandolin aficionado, Sierra hole who is on the other end of the spectrum, just being such an incredible player and receiving so many honors and accolades in the last few years, and continuing to develop that uh, during the COVID nineteen pandemic, and now headlining Thursday night. And she's also doing the late night cafe, Amy's Orchid Lounge, a uh, double bill with her and Lindsay Lou, so. Uh, That's going to be something else for a Thursday night.
4: So we're talking here on Friday evening. Uh, How are tickets going? Are there still going to be some tickets next week? Are you expecting a sellout by next week?
2: What I would call a reduced capacity so that we have more space to enjoy distancing, to be able to take that room and to have a pleasant experience and great camping to choose from. And so because of this new year and all the challenges that have come with putting together a festival and being in a good place, we're going to do something a little different this time. And we're shutting off sales at midnight tonight. Oh, wow. So you will not be able to buy any adult uh, camping or one day single tickets after midnight tonight.
4: Boy, that's important information for folks to pay attention to.
2: (laughs) Yeah. We just went out on our email list and, on our Facebook and website and stuff. So some of the folks that are signed up for those announcements have kind of got wind of it. But, you know, we hope that everybody who wants to and can abide by the policy and stuff, we hope everybody that wants to will be able to be there. And I think it's going to be a really, really special festival for, for everyone who could make it. And it's really important to note, I've talked to a lot of people who just can't be here with us uh, this year for one reason or another. And I think it's important to note that those people are with us in spirit and that you don't have to come to every single one. Our goal is to keep the family together, to keep doing it, and to make sure that there's always a Strawberry Music Festival for you to come back to.
4: We're really looking forward to all gathering next week at the Nevada County Fairgrounds in Grass Valley, right off McCourtney Road, for the Strawberry Music Festival.
2: Thanks. And if you have any questions, you know, definitely visit our website at strawberrymusic.com. Also, we do have posted on our website our office hours and how messages can be delivered to us at the festival. Uh, We have a uh, forwarding system and we check messages on the hour. So uh, if you need something uh, that regards to this festival, we can get back to you.
4: Excellent. We've been talking with Jody Barnett. She's the festival manager for the Strawberry Music Festival. After three years, our prayers have been answered. Thank you so much for all the hard work for the whole staff from Strawberry.
2: It's a well-earned thing that we're coming together. And thank you so much for taking the time and all the listeners. And thank you, Nevada County, for welcoming us back here to your hometown once again.
0: That's our newscast for this Friday, May 20th. KVMR gets support from Sweetland Garden Mercantile in downtown North San Juan, offering veggie starts, compost, tea, garden and irrigation needs. Also recreation supplies. Information at sweetlandgm.com 2929000. Dig it. And Nevada County Registrar of Voters, informing registered voters that ballots should have arrived by mail. Information to request a replacement ballot at 530-265-1298. MyNevadaCounty.com slash elections. Keep it tuned to your community radio station. At 6.30, it's the California Report magazine. Then at 7, we have Democracy Now! with host Amy Goodman. The KVMR Evening News is produced by KVMR News Director Claudio Mendoza. As always, thanks for tuning in. I'm Kelly Reese, signing off. Join us Monday at 6 for another edition of the KVMR Evening News.